right, everybody, what's going on? It is Joe, and it is Christina, and we're here basically just having one of our good old conversations. Uh, so, Chris, what's going on with you? Um, Nothing much. Everybody know who knows me or knows of me that my baby went to college this weekend, so mm. that's been like what's been consuming my world for about the last month or so and then my youngest started school yesterday um well some form of school so that's really what's been up with me and just trying to maintain you know working and homeschooling and a child that's away from home living somewhere else yeah all in one breath I couldn't imagine. So, okay, we're going to talk about little mama first. So, is she doing like a virtual school? Yes, it's virtual. Um, Our district, I know if you don't know, but in Texas, it's independent school districts. So, it's like sometimes it's the county, it's the city, but they're small school districts. Well, our school district is one of the larger ones in the area that I'm living in. Uh Uh-huh. And I don't think they were prepared for the volume. Even my personal internet has been crashing because so many people are online during the day. Wow. Um, they gave out computers and didn't tell us the login information. They, it's just been a lot. Um, and she has been, um, it was diagnosed with ADHD. So she struggles with focus. And when things don't go right or break, it's hard to get her back on track. So I was really wanting everything to work properly just because I know when it doesn't, she does. It takes her a little bit to, it takes me a lot to get her back in focus. Right. So, yeah. And then trying to work at one desk and she work at another desk. All right. You are working at home. I forgot about that. So working from home and having meetings and having to talk and then she having me to talk and me saying, I'm sorry, that's my daughter. She's in school. I It's still day two. So I moved her out of my room and into her room. Mm, how are they Hope, working out? I'll find out tomorrow. <laughs> and, and how, how is she taking, how is she taking Deja being gone? She's struggling. She's really sad. Um, she's really vying for my attention. Um, if Deja calls, like Deja called today and we, me and Deja were just talking about her day and Alyssa was like, what'd you do today? And she told her. And, um, then she finished saying, Deja said what she did. Alyssa was like, so you're not going to ask about my day? You you know, so she's kind of being like, She's trying to push Deja away to make herself feel better, kind of. So she's struggling. Um, she got her own room, so she's, like, happy about that. But she's not used to this dynamic. Her whole 10 years of being on this earth have been her sister and her. And now it's her and me. Right. And having a child that's older, as a parent, that child picks up a lot of slack with the little sibling. Mm-hmm. So now I'm really kind of discovering some stuff about the little one that the oldest already knew because they she deals with her more. Mm. That's a trip. Yeah, it's it's been that. So, yeah, she's doing OK. I mean, I know the school is trying to figure everything out, so I'm trying to be patient. But when stuff doesn't work and I have to get back to work. I have to kind of leave it alone, which leaves her to not be in class. Mm-hmm. So I figured out the issue that was wrong for the computer. So tomorrow should go smoother than today and yesterday because I fixed the issue with the computer, right? which was a simple fix. But I wouldn't have known it because I didn't get the information on how to log in. Hmm. Well, uh, <laughs> and so and so, uh, I actually, you know, Deja actually, uh, she Facetime me. I guess whenever you guys you dropped her off, and uh, you know, she was showing me a room, and it's a pretty, it's a pretty, you know, good looking room. Um, uh, you know, it 
it's a good looking room as far as far as I could tell. Yeah, she's uh, in an honors dorm, so it doesn't look like a standard college dorm room. So uh, because of the dorm, she because of her grades and what she um, her GPA when she got there before she got there from high school, they mm-hmm. offered us the honors dorm. Um, it was a difference in price, not by much, but she likes the fact of being able to close her door, not having to share share true space or small space with somebody else. So she's liking, and then she has her own bathroom. Um, so that's another thing too. So it, should, it also helps her get home responsible because she is responsible for cleaning up their room and it's not on someone else. So it builds up a little bit of responsibility, but I'm glad she was able to FaceTime you and um, kind of share that moment with you. Right. Yeah. I, uh, I asked her, um, I said, uh, did your mama cry in the car? She said, she ain't cried yet, but I think you were, uh, I think you were still walking around and kind of looking at everything or whatever. Cause I saw you did a live or something from there. Yeah. I did. She, she did a live in her room to show everybody the room. Um, but I, I didn't cry in the car. I got choked up in the car. Like, when I was driving away from the campus, I knew she was not there. Like, and because they gave us a limited amount of people we could put in the room, like we can bring with us, my car was empty when I went back home. So she wasn't there. I didn't have things in the car. Alyssa wasn't there to distract me from Deja not being, you know. So it was more or less like, okay, I just dropped my kid off. Like, and she's not coming home till like November. Like, okay. Okay. How does that? How is this going to happen? How is it going to work? So I took a couple of deep breaths, you know, kind of got myself because I start feeling myself tearing up, you know, because and I tell people all the time, Deja went through life with me. Um, Deja's had to see me at my lowest, not that she may remember it, but life happened to me while she was going through growing up. Um, And I, it was funny that I say this because Alyssa just said in the car, she was like, We've always had good stuff. Yeah, baby, that's been your, that's through your eyes. You know, you know, you grew up when mom kind of had her feet on the ground a little bit. Deja, not so much. So she went through some of the rocky times. She went through me driving 30 hours to Washington to start my new life. She, <laughs> she's been through the trenches with me. And, you know, to, to see her transition to her own world. It's just like, wow. So it was hard to realize that something that was constant in my life is now I have to have a new constant. Right. Yeah, I, it's a, you you know, it's definitely a, I don't, you know, I don't want to, I don't know. It's, it's I, I don't want to think about that because right now, you know, Jocelyn is, is nine years old. And so she's at a stage now where she's so, um, she's so concerned with, you know, with what people think about her. Um, she's always thinking about friends and this and that. And I'm the type of person where, you know, I have my friends, but as far as me needing somebody to be around, I don't really need that. Like I'm fine with being by myself. I'm fine with just sitting in a, I I can go eat by myself. I can go to a restaurant and sit by myself and be perfectly fine. But see, that's, Um, that's so men and women are different in that respect. Um, I think in little girls and little boys are different in that respect as well. So mm -hmm. yeah. In, and for, for little girls, a lot of time it's like, she won't talk to me or she won't play with me or this, that, or the other. But one thing I had to, cause Alyssa just, she's still going through it. But when she was about nine, she kind of was in that mode and just more or less like, look, if you have somebody connects with you and y'all have a good bond, great. If you don't great, you know, just kind of repeating that in their mind that that's not a need. That's a want, and you'll be okay. If it, if it fails. Cause I think a lot of times, everybody feels like they have to be clicked up or connected to someone, especially when they're that age, because you want to play with somebody on a playground or you want to have that birthday party you're invited to. So it, yeah, for girls, it's a little bit different, but yeah. Hmm. 
it doesn't stop after a couple of years. It just continues and you know, it's grown women that are still (laughs) (laughs) seeking seeking friendship and things. So, but it's more or less just making sure that what you're putting in her, what you're depositing in her is letting her know that with or without friends, you're a great person. And I have to tell her that I have to tell, I mean, even my five-year-olds, I kind of, you know, they're so concerned a lot of times with being, I guess, accepted, mm-hmm. you know, by, you know, their, I guess you could say like their colleagues, um, but really it's just their brother and sister. I've never, it's the, I don't know, it's the funniest thing just watching the way that they act, the way they talk to each other. And like a lot of times it's going to be like, it's never a time where all three of them you know, play with each other, right? Like usually it's two of them and then there's one that's being neglected or one that's being rebellious. It's never all three of them together. And so I have to, sometimes I, you know, I try not to step into it to let them figure it out. But then sometimes I have to say, you know, I have to remind them like, look, now you're going to be in his face or you're going to be in her face before the night's done. Just remember the way you're acting now. And so I don't know. It's just, it's so weird to see a social, social situations with the, with the babies. Like it's weird to see them reacting with social issues. Yeah. And that's five and nine. Right. And and it's crazy because the way Deja, Deja would, I wouldn't say mistreat her, her, Alyssa, but she would just kind of be doing her own thing and not realizing that, you know, someone's watching or that someone's imitating. And so, so when it was time for her to get released, she was like, man, I really haven't spent enough time or I, and then she start picking up on like some of the things that she was maybe doing or saying that could have been interpreted to the little one a certain way. And now she's just like, man, I miss my little, my, you know, my sister. So it's like, like you said, at the end of the night, you're going to want to have a conversation with them or you're going to want to be around them. So, be careful what you say now. And it got to the point, it was hilarious, but Alyssa's starting to be like the comeback kid. Like she's like the clapback queen in the house now. And so she's, so so she would say, somebody would say something. She'd be like, boo, 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 boo. And you'd be like, what? Wait a minute. But right. (laughs) So she stay cause Deja, you only could like push people around for so long before they get their own defense mechanism. So, (laughs) So that's just the thing. I so so sometimes with kids, they they don't realize how it's panning out, or they're creating their own personalities in those moments when two of them find that they connect really well, and that one is just like, eh, I'm not really into that. I'm just a loner. So it's just like, but it, it's great as parents when you're paying enough attention to your kid to see those things to bring it to their attention, so that you know you're like, hey. What's going on, y'all? Okay, and you can kind of pick up on those behaviors or those energies in the room. So, all right. Well, what's what's okay? So I kind of like look at the way. Okay, so you know Anaya, right? My niece Anaya. Mm-hmm. Her and Jocelyn were extremely close years ago when they were like little. Now I know Anaya's got some years on her. Uh, let me see. Anaya was born in I think two thousand and. Um, she died the year she was born the year my dad passed so and Jocelyn was born in 2011 so it's about a a four year difference um, or five year difference either way they were really close when they were younger well as time progressed uh, Anaya's more of a social you know she's, she's very social with like her school I mean her excuse me, her classmates and everything. And so now I don't know if she sees Jocelyn the same way at this point as nothing. I think she sees as like my little cousin, as opposed to back in the day, they were like the best of friends. And also I can say that like with my nephew, Jalen, he was kind of close to Jocelyn, but now He's older. Him and Anaya are the same age, but you know, boys sometimes mature a lot slower than girls. So 
even though they're the same age, I think that um, his thought, his mind, his thought process was a little more childish. Um, and so he was, you know, friends with Jocelyn, but now I don't think he even sees it that way anymore. And at times, like Jocelyn, I think she's kind of over, uh, she's kind of over the situation um, with like Anaya, but she still kind of asks about Jalen. But I think, to be honest, I think it's at that stage now that it's with Anaya. And she'll soon, you know, I'm, I'm not going to say she's forgetting about her cousin, but I think she'll, um, I think she'll get over it. You know, as far as ha- needing that relationship to like to like happen, because she used to. I mean, we go to my sister's house. She begged to want to stay there, and at that time, Anaya's mindset wasn't on entertaining Jocelyn no more. Because <coughs> you know, at the time when they was like playing around, they had a lot in common, a lot of the same likes. Now, you know, Anaya's in like middle school, and she's in like she's in the boys i think at at this point i'm not i'm not sure i, I don't even want to think about it but i think she's in the boys and she's not going to like mesh with jocelyn at this point like jocelyn's still hooked on tiktok dances and ballet so but you know i will say this it does end up becoming like a full circle so mm-hmm. as she gets older and things happen to her, she'll reach back for her cousin. So it's more or less like when she probably like normally happens like ninth, 10th grade most of the time. And then when she starts seeing some things in Jocelyn that she probably wish somebody would have told her, she'll kind of talk to Jocelyn about it. So it's a lot of times you'll see it happen that way. Now with the boy cousins, they start trying to like, act like they know something, be trying to help the younger cousins to the game. Like, don't let that boy talk to you, you know. So it comes back around, but through that little stage where they start, like everybody say, oh, people say they're smelling themselves, you know, they don't really have time for nobody. But it comes back around to being, I wish I would listen to my mama when she was telling me blah, blah, blah. Listen to your dad when he tell you this. You know, he ain't being mean. He just trying to help you out. You know, you know that's kind of thing. Right. So even and even though it's four year difference, like when you're an adult, four years means nothing. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. That age span means nothing. But when you're a teenager, oh, I'm not going to sit at them little kids table. I'm at the grown people table now. Or I get to, you know, <laughs> I get to go sit in the living room and eat while they have to eat at the table. I can get, you know, eat them in my lap now. So it's a big deal to be the older kid in the, in the room when you're used to being the baby. Because like with Anaya, she was the baby under um, the boys and under, you know, under some of your older nephews. Yeah. So when now she's like the boss of the bunch. So she's going to love it. You know, it's like I'm I'm the oldest now. I got these little kids up under me. I'm going to, you know, shine. And then when she gets a little bit older, she'll use that as a way of trying to help them. So it's going to take full circle. And Jocelyn going to get to the point where she's not going to be on food with her siblings as she gets older. Right, I definitely uh, that ain't that ain't far from now. Cause a lot of times she don't want she don't want to deal with them now. So, uh, well, this is and this is the kind of thing. So, <clears throat> this kind of goes into. Let me ask you a question. So, people you were like friends with in high school, how many of them now are you actually friends with? One, two, and I mean two. like people people who you strictly have met through high school like not not through church or anything not through church or anything because that's kind of a different situation like one people you're friends with one one okay so for me i'm cool with a lot of people like let me say cool cool. i'll say cool not friend yes because if i see them it's love every time Mm -hmm. however i've never had a desire to see them outside of when I see them. Like it's never been a time where I was like, man, I wonder what such and such doing. Um, and even, you know, even, even further than that, um, just people in general, it's a lot of people that I've been, like I was ace coon boom with, um, 
that now I'm not going to say I don't care about them, but it really doesn't. I'm not concerned with them at all at this point. Like as far as I don't care what they got going on. Uh, sometimes when you see them, like different like male friends that I've had that I'm not really like close, cool with no more. Whenever we do, we are in the same like area and vicinity. It just seems awkward because <clears throat> like me. Okay. So you would think the history that me and, and, and like people have that there will be just some angst to just like talk and discuss everything that's going on when I mean, I don't feel like I'm, I'm not good at being fake. You know, like I'm not good at pretending like I care about something. I'm not good but at see, the, and, I, and that's true, but it's crazy that you say that because like I actually connected with one of my classmates from high school um last year and the conversation was amazing, but we that we were still 17 at Loyola. Like there was nothing, there was a big gap and what we had even as far as what to discuss or we were talking about, man, you remember when you remember when, but our friendship hadn't grown from 1999. Exactly. So, so it was like, you're great. I pray for you. When I see something on social media, I like it. You know, I don't want nothing harm or bad to come to you, but how do I, what kind of, where I am now in my life, where you are in your life, I, it's a different kind of friendship. There's still love there, but I don't desire the closeness that I desired then because, and I, I tell um, that friend all the time, I appreciate where, where you brought me, you know, how you brought me out of a dark space when I was in high school and felt alone and kind of befriended. I, I still celebrate that moment that we had, but there's no new moments currently right so that's kind of like one of those not necessarily we grew apart but like it's almost kind of like we were plucked up at 1999 and there was no more regrowing right and i think in order for that that relationship to be like legitimate it has to progress like perfect example me and you right right it went from hate to it went from hate to um, I can deal with you too. That's my best friend because <clears throat> you know a lot of people get it mixed up. We weren't we weren't best friends from the beginning like that. You know, it was a lot of pushing on the ground and a lot of oh uh, and a lot of you know it was a lot of that first. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But then you know when you go through the trenches with somebody and you you start dealing with like whatever situation that they're dealing with with them. Mm-hmm. and you grow together that's that progression that you need to have an actual like friend because i think our progression has been strong and not and not to not to speak any lesser of like my other best friends but it's not the same as it is with you as i am with my other friends right um like nicole i love her to death but it's different Right. Then what I have. And what people have to understand, we've had quiet periods too. We've had periods of our life where we weren't including each other in every moment of it. But it was, we almost were like those friends who, when we saw each other, when we said they had a conversation, we picked up where we left off. Um, And and it wasn't a far leave off either. Right. And that, and that's the, and that's the genuine part. That's, and that's the part where it's a genuine friendship. Not the, because a lot of people get it mixed up with like, just like you were saying, having those band camp, those uh, band camp uh, memories. Remember when we did this? Remember when we did that? When all you have is old good times and not good, like good times now, you know, that, that's when uh, you're kind of, I don't know, you're being delusional. It's a standstill. I mean, now there are friendships who, can go and have those man remember when we used to and then as time progressed and as efforts on both ends happen they build a new friendship in their current state right that can also occur but it takes the work of both parties and a lot of times people just don't have time to cultivate new friendships as they get older 
Well, this is the thing. Like, whenever we had our standstill times, it wasn't for lack of, like, caring about a situation. It was because I was either a manager at a store or, you know, the way you was working or stuff like that. It wasn't, um, it wasn't in, it was never of, I'm sick of her and I need some time away. It was more or less, I had you in my viewpoint, but I may have not had you in my earshot. So I could see you, but I may not have talked to you. Like I, I never took my eyes and make sure my boy was all right. But you know, like you said, we were working. I, you know, I was trying to figure out life with relationships and raising kids, raising my baby, and it just was that. But like, it was never a, a nasty reason why we weren't communicating. No, never. Um, and also, I appreciate the friendship that we have because there is no gain. No, what we're not look. I don't feel like our friendship is to seek anything from either side. We're yes. not looking. For, it's for sometimes people have friendships because oh, you know that's my friend, man. He can get me the tickets to the such and such. Or I'm always our yeah. friendship has never been about what we can get out of it. It's been more or less how we can pour into each other, you know, and build each other up and encourage each other. So that's why I appreciate the people who I call best friend. Because none of those relationships are requiring anything of me, more, just right. me. It's taking me authentically as Chris or Christina or whoever they call me. You know, I don't have to 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 do too much in those friendships. It's just very organic. Right. So yeah, yeah. I think I think a goal should be as far as when you meet people, like try to meet. Um, Try to meet people uh, that like I want. I want to meet people that that's gonna have a lasting impression, like on me, like you know that I can meet and and I can like have a lasting relationship with them because I'm, I think at this point I know enough people. <laughs> like right. I, ain't trying to, <laughs> I have enough know, I ain't associates. To, uh, yeah, I ain't trying to meet no new people, and the people I know is the people that I know. Like I'm not I'm not looking for new friends now at this stage in my life. I don't have time for it. But um I don't know man. That's just that's just, you know, something to think about. But it's a lot of information. It's a lot of stuff going on that I actually want to bring up. And I don't know if you heard about it because it just kinda um like Okay, so you know the little show about people that make the cakes. Sweet. Pie. Did you hear about that? You heard it's about fun. that? I just read the article and did some research, yes, right before we had the spot. So let me ask you a question, because I've never watched that show. Um was he like the was the nephew that got killed on the show? Mm-hmm. He was the owner, Sweetie Pies. He was her son who was killed son so she had basically taken him in to raise him so that because his father was no longer in the picture because of death so her son was killed and she kind of took the grandbaby and was like okay i got you and on the show he was like a teenager about to graduate like trying to figure out life like am i what road am i finna take and she was just trying to keep him like working at the, you know, at the restaurant, keep him money in his pocket, you know, give him a good life mm-hmm. so that he didn't have to follow in the same track as his father. Right. And he was on the show. He was, you know, she would talk about him and they would have little episodes where they were discussing his next steps after graduating high school and, you know, what that would look like for him. And he ended I think he ended up leaving. Um st louis but then he returned and he died three days after he came back at 21 that's nice but the fact that bothers me is that her son had something to do with it yeah and i that, feel like it's um, like a level of jealousy like he felt like he wanted his mom to himself so did they have confrontations on the show I mean, they would have conversations where he would try to play, you know, sometimes when uncles are close to age with you or they're young or, you know, that you've seen them necessarily not necessarily be the greatest person and they try to come to you and try to check you on something. You don't really want to hear it. That's kind of what it was. It was like, bro, don't. All right. okay, All right. 
and kind of, you know, moved on, but never nothing where they like, like got went to blows or anything. Hmm. It was just like the, the young uncle trying to tell the little nephew what he needed to do. And the little nephew was just like, not trying to hear it. Right. That's nuts, man. I, I really hate that. Um, something like that'll happen, but but I mean, it's scary because it was more or less for beneficiary for money for an insurance policy. Mm-hmm. It was it was about money, and unfortunately, the young man who the son, he's always been trying to find the next dollar. He's always been chasing more. Like, okay, yeah, we got this restaurant. Let's open three more. You know, we got this. Let's do this to get more money. So it's always like he's been like the money, the greed. And then then to find out that the reason that he had hired someone to murder this young man had something to do with the fact that he was a sole beneficiary on his insurance policy. Wow. How the heck did that happen? And so like a month or so after the death, he's trying to collect the insurance money. That is just, uh, that's a shame, bro. Like, no amount of money will make me want to hurt with nobody in my family, bro. I'm right. real with you. <clears throat> now, if you give me one of those, slap somebody for $2 million. <laughs> oh, yeah. Ron, come here real quick. I'm going to split this with you. <laughs> hey, real quick. <laughs> like, real quick. Uh, real quick. This we about to do. It's going to hurt. Yeah. may break that's the jaw. But, uh, but, yeah, I mean, that's the thing. And it's so scary for me because... You you wonder like you had phone conversations with this person. Y'all got burner phones, like y'all disposable phones. You you know you tracking this. You paid nine thousand dollars or probably more than that, but that's all they could track or trace. So all of these things, um, in an effort to get rid of something that means a lot to your mother. Yeah. So it's like, do how much? How do you feel about your mom to even be okay with doing this to her? Man, she lost a son and a grandson behind a barrel of a gun. Mm-hmm. Now he in jail. That's and crazy. She lost a whole nut. All of her. She lost the other son now. So, and that was her last living. That was her only other living child. So is, is she still alive? I don't know. I'm scared to to reach out. I'm I'm not reach out, Lord. I'm scared to look it up and find out. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, yeah, because he he passed around the time the show was still airing, because they talked about his murder. Really? And he was sitting on the stage with his mama while they were talking about the murder, knowing he had something to do with it on national TV. Yeah, I, I just, I, like you said, there's no amount of money that can make me call, bring harm to my family. I will step away from my family, move around. I will get myself out of the way of anything like that, but I would never. No, nah, me neither. Because I wouldn't even feel right with the money, knowing what I had to do to get it. But, <clears throat> um... Man, that's crazy. That's crazy. I I just I don't know. It was just kind of like when I saw it. Like I said, I don't really have like a a strong like I've never just like I said looked at the show, but I I'm still familiar uh, with the characters yeah, or whatever. The cast, but yeah. um, <clears throat> I'm familiar with the show. I'm not gonna say the characters. I'm familiar with the show, but. Like, when I saw that, I said, huh? You know, they got him with that big smile on his face. And the crazy thing about it, stuff like that happens all the time. Yeah. Like, all the time. And more than you know. More than people Mm -hmm. will ever ever know. Stuff like that occurs. You know, and people get to the point where they have their own financial situations. And they're like, hey, I got this insurance policy on XYZ. Been paying on it for years. Boom. And it's not fair. It's not fair to think like that. But I think you have to have a very strong disconnect of reality to do things like that. Yeah, you do. Especially to think that you're going to get away with it. Yes. 
Right. <clears throat> but to be completely honest, the boy got killed in 2014. And they just now. Exactly. But you know what's crazy though? Um, they may uh like I don't know because it they probably knew, but right, they, probably, but they had you to know, build a case. Act, yeah. Mm-hmm. That's cra- that's the crazy part. I think they probably knew. They just had, like I said, build a case. Um, but I don't know. That's uh, that's crazy. I, I really, like I said, I really do. Uh, I really do hate that for that family, especially when people. Uh, I don't know, man. Money is a mm-hmm. money is the root of all evil. Like what that white boy said, love. Love is the root of all evil. <laughs> I don't, I don't <laughs> but, disagree. But yeah, the love of money. Um, I don't know. And there was something else I want to talk to you about. Um, and I don't know that you uh I don't know if you've actually seen it. So um have you seen that video of uh Megan Thee Stallion and uh, what's the other chick name? Uh, the WAP video? It's, yeah, WAP. Have you seen that video? Absolutely not. I'm sorry. I, I can't do it. I'm not a fan of either one of them. Um, you know, I don't listen to the modern, not modern, but the but the, the current rap music or anything like that. So I'm not really interested in it. Um, I don't know. I'm not saying it. I mean, because we had Lil' Kim. So I can't be like, oh, I've never. Oh, my God. We had Lil' Kim. And, and what was it? Foxy? Is it Foxy Brown? Or is that somebody else? What was her name? Her name was Foxy, wasn't it? Foxy Brown? The rapper? Um. We had Trina. We had. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I'm not bad. Yeah, we had. um. Kaya. My neck, my back. We had. We've had our share of <laughs> uh, <laughs> own share in our generation of Meg the Stallion and Nicki Minaj's and Cardi B's. So I'm not yeah. tripping on it. I'm just not interested in even hearing it. Well, this is my take on it because I've seen it. Of course, I'm going to see it. I'm a man. Yeah. <laughs> um, And I, I've looked at it. Uh, I mean, it's not something that I let my kids look at. But um, I like it. I'm not even gonna lie to you. It was, uh, I liked it. I mean, if I watch it, I'd probably be entertained. It may be something that's catchy and catch my attention. But well, this is the thing, and and this is what the media is getting wrong. Like the media is making it seem as though it's their job to be like role models. You know what I'm saying? I don't like, think they ask for that role. Like, you know what I'm saying? Nah, people people nah. highlight and people, what is it called? Then it's highlight and they they idealize people who never ask to be idealized. Like they they yeah. idolize people. They're like, You're my idol. They're like, I just like to do rap. Like, <laughs> yeah, I, never, for real. I never wanted you to look up to me. I just wanted to put my music out there. So yeah, they, they think these are role models. They think that little girls aspire to be Nicki Minaj. Mm, no. No, man. No. You know, they may aspire to be a rapper because there's some some young MCs who looked at MC Light and looked at Queen Latifah and was like, man, I want to put rap because I love what they look like and what they're doing. Or, you know, they looked up to Roxanne, Roxanne, or whoever. You know, so it's like, yes, this is a, the sheet they're rapping. Yes, they're making music. Yes, they are dressed provocatively this that and the third but then you look on the other side of the of the street and you have you know Katy Perry that comes out risque you have all these Caucasian artists that come out and do their thing and it's not looked at or shined upon as being a bad thing so it's like what's the difference you know when they're performing they're performing it's a performance so we're not, you know, we're not expecting them to perform in none outfits. Well, this is the thing, and this is where a lot of people go wrong. They want the, like, the media, or not even the media. Um, they try to make it as though, like, 
well, yeah, the media is is basically supposed to be examples, you know, supposed to help raise our kids. Uh, they think it's supposed to, cause, th- and this is a no, this is a thing. Okay, so, um, I remember it was a movie that came out, uh, and I probably talked to you about this before. Uh, it was, uh, I think it was like a Nat Turner or something like that, and you know, it came out around the same time as a uh, Black Panther, right? It was the birth of a nation. I think that's the name of it. Yeah, Birth of a Nation. And people was like saying, why y'all not coming to get, like, why y'all not coming to watch this and and, and this and that? And, you know, I, this is my take on it. I go to movies to be entertained, bro. I, I don't, I'm not going to depend on the, the the media, which a lot of times is, is whitewashed, you know, in movies. I'm not going to depend on that on a history lesson because – if I want to know my history, I know how to go and look for it. You know what I'm saying? Like I, I'm not going to, I'm not expecting Hollywood to, um, to, to give the effort of trying to show me authentic African American stuff for me to quote unquote, be proud of my race. I should be wanting to go out there and actually find this information. It's my responsibility to do that. It's not Hollywood's. It's my responsibility. And so people need to, you know, realize that it's not it's not Hollywood. Hollywood is about making money. Right. So they're about, they're about know, selling a product. It's not gonna always be dressed or look the way we want it to look, but if you're looking or seeking entertainment, I don't know why they feel like every movie is a documentary. It's, it's not right. like they have their own genre. If you're into documentaries, then make the choice to watch a documentary about what you want to know about. But, right. yeah, like we said there before, if I'm going to movies, I'm going to movies to watch the movie. Now, I will say there are movies where I see it one time. It's like, okay, I'll never watch that again in my whole life. Right. <laughs> you know, there's a couple on my list. <laughs> um, But I was so excited to go see it. But when I saw it, it didn't sit well with me. But that doesn't mean somebody else may not have enjoyed it. Right, right. But we just need to, um, you know, take kind of take responsibility. For our own kid, raise our own child. Like, when I come in, my daughter loves YouTube, loves the gym. Mm -hmm. She loves to watch TikTok compilations, whatever it's called, on YouTube. If I come in here and it's something inappropriate, okay, let me do, let me let let me explain to you why we're not going to watch this in my house. Let's have a conversation about what you're watching. What do you see and what does that mean? When we get done having a conversation, I don't mind you watching this, but let's make sure that we keep it appropriate. And if it's not appropriate, change it. Right. But that's the conversation you have with your child. You don't expect the TV to say, okay, I think you should not watch this. The TV's not going to do that. It's just going to play whatever is being selected. It's on you to make the decision to say, this is what I won't allow in my home. Please don't watch this. And this is why. Right. Well, I don't, I don't, at this point, I don't let Jocelyn um, look at YouTube and it's a lot to it. Uh, I don't know if I've talked to you about it, but I will talk to you about it. But YouTube has too much stuff. Like it's, it's some stuff that I didn't know was on YouTube. Mm Mm-hmm. And I never would have known uh, if it's a lot. So I'm not gonna go to it on go about through it online. But yeah. I don't. I don't really. You know, I don't let Jocelyn look at YouTube no more. I used to, but when I saw the kind of things that are on there that I like, I said I had no idea was on it. Um, that 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 kind of you know that that's that's an opportunity that we're not gonna have no more because. You know, it's so many rabbit holes. Possible. And it's even for adults, rabbit holes happen. Yeah. There's been times I've been on there looking for like a recipe, and six hours later, I'm looking at lashes. And I'm like, okay, how did I get here? Like, I still ain't cooked nothing. I'm hungry, but I know how to apply lashes now. Like, how did this. <laughs> oh, Lord. Be a lash pick. <laughs> Oh no! All right, you be trying to become one. Like, oh, I do nail lashes and nails now. No, ma'am, slow down. Yeah. But, no. but I mean, seriously, so I understand it. 
thankfully now she's gotten we got disney plus and she's just been watching like the old episodes of like disney shows and stuff so that's been very a very good change and scares me to death but i think she's very artistic yeah, so she'll watch YouTube sometimes and draw draw things that she watched, like how to draw, blah, blah, blah. And she'll sit and sketch it without, you know, just sitting in front of TV and sketch. Um, but it scares me because those kind of careers um, are more about passion and not about finance. Right. So, but yeah. Hmm. Interesting. Very. And it was something else that I wanted to bring up. Um. Well, I'm not gonna bring it up. But how's the um the socialness going on in Texas? Like, as far as have you like? Well, I think it's kind of hard in, during COVID. Um. But have you like? I don't know. Has it gotten a little better as far as like? you meeting someone worth something nope it has not gotten better it has not gotten worse um like you said COVID kind of it has it at a standstill I am like I'm very very ready to date um but I don't know and and I've talked to my therapist about it too because she's just like when are you gonna start dating what's the problem we gotta go um but nothing's out there and I just I just pray that it comes and it comes in the right package and in the right um person but nothing's popping nobody's you know and and I'm on social media I'm you know I'm not like hiding out or anything but haven't really met anybody haven't really connected with anybody you know I got like my little crushes or whatever but outside of that nothing's popping and i'm not proposing not proposing i'm not popping up and 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 sliding in dms like that just because you know i don't know unless the lord tell me to slide in one i'm pretty much not so the dating has been a zero for me and i'm going on like deja's 13 to 18. So I'm going on six years. Single. Um, My kids are encouraging me to date. They want me to have someone. Um, My friends are like, oh, you should totally, like, we can't wait. It's going to come. It's going to be great. You know, I'm not desperate for a relationship, but I wouldn't mind having, like, a really good conversation with the opposite sex. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I've been meeting a whole lot of unavailable people. You know, people's husbands be sliding in the DM like somebody crazy. So it's a little craziness like that. But yeah. yeah, I don't know. I mean, and so what about you? I mean, I know, I know you said you weren't really trying to do that. You were kind of focusing on you right now. Um, but do you desire that? You know what I'm saying? I know like, that's a crazy question, but do you desire that anymore? The companionship Um, or the long-term thing? That's not a crazy question, actually. Uh, that's a very good question. Not really. Um, cause I, I think forever, like in order for a relationship to like actually become something, there has to be effort involved. And I don't know if I have that in me <laughs> as far as like uh getting to know the dates, the the time away from or the time itched out. That is that what you mean? Yeah, like I think it um I think it's like it's just a it's like a it's a it's a process like okay so i go back to think about you know when we was like young used to go to usac and stuff um and i made an effort to like meet females i made an effort to like get numbers and and get ways for us to communicate 
um, even communicate after we left Lafayette. And that kind of energy that I had back then, not even a tenth of that at this point. But if it's ordained by God, if it's what he has for you, it's not going to be hard work. But that's the thing. That's my feeling. I ain't clocked on. You, you, know got your, you ain't got your badge. Yeah, no, I ain't got no badge. <laughs> I, my badge <laughs> I understand. And honestly, friend, like, I'm a hopeless romantic, for real. Mm-hmm. I just really, I may be in my 60s still talking about, Lord, whenever you send them, Jesus. Like, you know what I'm saying? So I, I just really, I feel like I have a lot to bring to a great man. I just need the great man. Right. You know, right. I feel like I have a lot of love to give someone. I just need that person to to um to surface. Um I've I've been through enough bad situations and 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 hurt to to know that and, and to know that I'm not a savage person that I probably could possibly be based on what I've been through. Um I have a lot of love to give to someone who's willing to accept it. Yeah, I just um, um, like I don't I don't even look no more. Like okay, so you know how when you're like sitting somewhere, you're at like a restaurant or something, and you like look and see who walked by. Like scan the room when people walk by, you take a look at them. You know whether you look them up and down or whatever. I don't even do that no more. Like when I go out. I'm like the the nonchalant great great uncle who don't care about that kind of stuff. I'm just there to eat, you know. Yeah. Like I remember, I remember the time when I used to go out to eat and I was there chicken hawking. Like I was looking for broads, and and eating was just you know eating was just part of it. Yeah. Yeah. But like now, let me get these chicken crispers, but I'm not really here for the chicken crispers. Yeah, man, and I just don't have like uh, I don't know. I just don't have desire for that at this point. As far as um, I just don't have a desire for it. Now I'm not dead. Don't get me wrong. Like if it's if it's somebody who I'm just attracted to because that can still happen, I'm just not looking for it. But it can definitely happen because there has been times where. I was attracted to somebody like to a point to where I was like making plans for our future. <laughs> you know, I want, you know what I'm saying? I was making plans like, okay, so I'm going to holler this day. We're going to do this. this. Like I, there has been that. Um, but I don't know. It's just, it's, it's just a weird, I, I, cause I, I wanted, I was going to do like a, like a little blog about like, the good old days, quote unquote, of like, you know what I'm saying, going on. Like I said, I think USAC was probably some of the more entertaining, you know, years as far as like going out and meeting new people. And my purpose for going was never about the Lord, but <laughs> to meet, you know, females. Um, it was and kind of just, unfortunate because the male pool at USAC was so small. Yeah. And I had been going since I was so young. So I was now not like I had put my I had been putting the friends on by so many of the potential guys that it was just like psh, I'm just a good friend. I'm the goofy home girl. You know, and that friend zone and stuff can be so frustrating. I bet. Yeah. I get there a lot. That movie Just Right is so accurate to my life story. Really? I'm the friend. So. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that dating thing can can um that dating conversation or just even 
un- like I asked you that question, just understanding where you are as far as dating. But the only problem I have is that a lot of times people who are in your mindset um, don't know they're in that mindset and they tend to waste time of others who aren't in that, who are in my mindset. You know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah. I, I'm not going to do that to nobody. Yeah. You're someone who's ready and willing and wanting a relationship sometimes get time wasted by people who had no intention of being in anything right now and just kind of just chilling. So right. that's the unfortunate part when you don't know where you don't, you're not ready to say verbally where you are when it comes to dating and mm-hmm. you tend to damage people who want more than what you're willing to give. Now that's one thing that I, I really, cause I don't want to have any regrets as far as like, my actions causing somebody else like turmoil. Like I, uh, I try to uh, be very honest from the jump. So, you know, I remember like people ask me and, and people ask you like, you know, females will ask you, what are your intentions? And my mindset is nothing. I don't have no intentions. Uh, and that's the wrong I guess answer. I don't well, that's that's my answer. Though. No, 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 I'm saying that's the wrong answer because when you say you have no intentions, that means you're willing to go either way. When you actually your intentions is I might I intend to have a great conversation and entertain you on a level of friendship. I have no intentions of ever dating you and any further than that. Oh, nigga, that's raw. I, <clears throat> I need to use that. But that's real. That because is real. at that point, the woman is given the decision. At that point, if she wants to continue what you guys have and enjoy what that is. Or if she wants to move around because she may get her feelings hurt. Right, right. So you have to sometimes, at our age, you got to be real. Because there's so many women who are either pick me's or are like me who is just ready for something solid. So we get our hopes up when you say, oh, I really don't have any intentions. That mean I'm open. Right. Versus... I have no intentions of getting anything serious. I'm just having, you know, relaxing right now, getting my well, head clear. I, I have said I'm not looking for nothing like I'm not looking for a relationship. So, but, but, um, on the same token, it's not said much because like I said, I don't have, I don't put forth that effort. It Okay. So this is the thing. And this is what I, I think females should realize. You should know when a person is effort, like putting effort to trying to like talk to you. Like if, 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 if I'm not putting no effort to talk to you, that's just like, that's just like a woman got a dude that ain't about nothing and thinking he going to come around. Like he eventually going to be somebody and he ain't, you know, if he ain't going to be nobody, like be real, bro. Like if I'm not, if I'm not, you know, putting that effort to even get to know you really, Cause you know when a dude really want to get to know you, you know, like. I hate to if, say this, friend, and it's gonna sound so so sad. Say it. I don't even know how to identify that. Oh my lord! My past relationships don't allow me any kind of experience to know how to identify that. Oh my lord! Well, so I mean, and and, and I'm and I'm not. I'm not an abnormal situation. It's a lot of women no, like no. Me out there yeah, who yes. are who struggle with identifying that. So when someone tells me that they're busy or hey, they got a lot going on, I believe them. Oh my gosh. And then I'm like, wait, this dude ain't called me. And I talk to one of my friends or, you know, consult with a best friend or, you know, my talk to my therapist about it. And my therapist is like, mm mm, baby, that's not that's toxic. And I'm like, oh, oh. And then I move on. So <laughs> I struggle with identifying that. So that is something that I struggle with. But um, I've been really working to just kind of make sure that I'm praying in every situation, even my job, friends, anything, putting it before God to make sure that it's, it's, it's what I need, uh, which before I was more or less going off of my own. Um but I don't know what that looks like. I don't know how okay, to identify that. Okay, so it. I can. I'm. I'm gonna. I'm gonna learn you. Okay, so one thing to look for is, like I was saying, effort. If he's putting an effort, like he. Okay, so him initiating 
your confrontations. That's a show of effort. But if you're always giving them that, that text or that call, hey, what you doing? How your day going? That should be him. He should be, like, I ain't going to say smothering you, but he should be the one to initiate your conversations if he is pursuing you. Now, if he's not pursuing you, if he's just a nigga that, that saw you and wanted you and got your number, that's not the same thing as a pursuer because a pursuer, um, most times a pursuer is not direct because, you know, when a person like wants something specifically from you, they're extremely direct because they try not to waste time. Right. Whereas you have somebody who's pursuing you, they're, they're doing a lot of, you know, beating around the bush to a certain extent. Like, you know, they're like, they want to ask you like to do something or go somewhere, but they're beating around the bush and just trying to make it seem as though they have more in common with you than they probably do. They're winging it to just hopefully like hit some kind of point of we got this in common. And then they try to sprout from that because I'm going to tell you back in the gap, when I was setting traps, I was like, it was, I was, it was food. I learned how to cook because of traps, but that's neither here nor there. But I'm just saying, if you'll know, like that's that's the stuff you'll you'll find out if you know if it's a guy who really want to get to know you, like really want to want to probably start something or or something like that. So if you feel as though, like if you have to question whether or not does he even like me, he don't like you. Because if he does, you're going to know. If he want to, and I know you're saying, you said that you don't know, but you would know if a dude, like, really sincerely, if you have to question it, he don't want you. Like, if a guy wants you, there's no question. You know for a fact, he want me. Pause. Because that's not, you know, pause. But, yeah. So... Yeah, you would know. You know if a guy wants you. There's going to be that. That effort's going to be there. So. I mean, that's good to know. I mean, that's good to know, like, for real. Like, especially after not being out there dating for a while, it, that's very important. And, like, most of the times when I've dated people in the past, there's been some kind of connection or I already knew them. Mm-hmm. So, it, I think one person out of all the people I've dated in the past was someone I never, did I met or get, you know, from a situation or no one said, Hey, I know this guy, let me hook y'all up. So I only had one interaction in my whole dating life where that happened. Everything else was people I already knew or people that I knew that was connected to someone, the, the people who were connected to someone I knew. So. All right. Whew, I have a lot of learning to do. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. <laughs> anyway, uh, so going forward, um, if you have questions about any of that stuff, feel free to call Joe because I'm going to be honest about it. Um, Hold on just a moment. Uh, okay. So anyway, um, I think that's all I have. I don't want to, uh, uh, what I do suggest, you know, this is like not a normal podcast. This is just two, two friends catching up because we're both, you know, extremely busy people, but I'm going to let you go because it's 10 minutes before you need to go to sleep, love. Yes, yes. Uh, So, uh, uh, we'll close it out here. Uh, now we will be recording. Uh, like I said, I would like to record weekly, at least once a week, um, so we can get more content out. But like I've said plenty of times uh, before, this please inbox me. You know, message me whether it's on Facebook. It doesn't matter. You know, hit Chris up. I don't know how active she is in the inbox situation. I am active. 
Okay, so if you have a, a you know an idea or something that you would like to hear us talk about, or even like let's wrap like with this, you know, my my software and equipment, uh, we can call in like we can have more than just me and her. It could be up to up to three other people aside from me, so it can be four people having a discussion if that's something that you guys want to hear. So. Please let us know. I think that'll be pretty awesome if we have a, a little forum. A little panel. Man, that'll be dope. That's something to think about, Chris. Yeah, I'm on it. Uh, you, you know, you got your friends. Uh, tell them to come holler at your boy. <laughs> no, 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 no. no. <laughs> but all right. Anyway. <laughs> Good night. Till it be next time, my people. Uh, we will hit you guys up uh, next week. Uh, and so I don't really have to say when the show will be out, but everybody thanks everyone for listening.